0: Have Maria Prisima, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we have uh, two saints today. We have the first class relic of, of St. Uh, Rose Philippine Duchesne up there on the altar. She's uh, actually an American saint in that sense. She was born in France in 1769, uh, went into visitation convent. She was actually homeschooled. Her dad was a, a free thinker and got alarmed because she was going the convent school and looked like she'd have a vocation. She yanked her out and homeschooled her. She had a very uh, high level of education for a woman in her day, but in spite of its best efforts she went into the convent. Uh, the, during the chaos of the revolution everything fell apart, so she spent about nine years living out in the world trying to live the religious life as a cloister done, but living the religious life being active all the time. And, uh, and after things settled down a bit she went back in there And tried to gather everybody back together, but it just didn't work and uh, she met uh, St. Madeline Madeline Sophie Barat, the founders of the Dames of the Sacred Heart, and they joined forces. She joined that community and then she was sent over to Louisiana and uh, She ended up going up the river to St. Charles, Missouri, which was out in absolutely the middle of nowhere in those days and uh, started a a school in a cabin there for the girls. And she started a bunch of schools up and down the river, the Mississippi River. Uh, The Jesuits came over from White Marsh in Maryland and and ended up down there in that country. And she got to be very, very close friends with Father DeSmet. So all of Father DeSmet's missionary journeys in the early years, she she was his prayer support. And the first thing, when he'd get back, he'd report to her. What, what all had been accomplished, and then he'd go uh, see his Jesuit brothers. Now, they made a deal that whoever died first would do something. I don't know, we don't know what it was, but uh, he told the bishop he knew that she was in heaven because uh, whatever it was, it got accomplished, so he knew right away when he died where it was on the missions because whatever deal they had made, it, it came through. At any rate, uh, she died about 1852. I know early on she was incorrupt, that's no longer true, but she's uh, there in St. Charles. Uh, it, it's just outside of St. Louis. So after Mass, I'll give you, a, after we make the Thanksgiving, I'll give everybody a blessing with the relic. The saint uh, on the calendar today, uh, the universal calendar is St. Uh, Gregory the Wonderworker. He's uh, a native of, it, it, it'd be now called something like Nixar or something, uh, Neo Caesarea in, in uh, what's now Turkey. He's a pagan kid. Uh, and, and when he got older, he got, he went to school, he started being schooled by uh, Origen. His sister got married some important Roman official in Palestine, so he went there, and, and Origen had fled Alexandria at that time, and he's teaching in Palestine. Or, Origen had some unorthodox things for which he was later condemned by a council and performed some unorthodox things, but he, he uh, was a great uh, philosopher and Christian teacher of those days. Uh, we don't call him a father of the church because he, he has condemned writings. But at any rate, the long and short of it is, is both uh, Gregory and his brother are converted ultimately, uh, schooled with him. They, he, he taught him for about five years. They, taught, they studied there. They went to Alexandria and studied and, and came back, end up being baptized. And he ends up being consecrated a bishop of his hometown. On his way there, he stops, yeah, there, he, it's, it's storming or something, so there's a pagan tentacle. So he goes in and does about three signs of the cross to clear the air and just sleeps there at the night and takes off in the morning. He's trailing on his way back to neo and the pagan uh, priest goes in there to do all his, his ooga-booga stuff and nothing's happening and he can't get the, the demons to do what they're supposed to do. And finally, he manages someone up and says, well, this man that visited here, we can't work here. Uh, anymore. And he thought, you got to be kidding me. So he takes off running after him and, and finds him and, and says, what have you done? You know, I'm going to report you to the emperor. My, my, my oracles aren't speaking anymore, et cetera. And he's throwing a fit. And so Gregory listens to us says, well, they'll obey me. So he writes a little note. He says, Gregory to Satan, enter. And uh, the guy takes it back and everything works. And that astonished him so bad he went back to see Gregory and says, Who are you? You know, that you can just order these things around. And, and and so he starts telling about Christ, and and actually they, all the and so the, the, the pagan priest is listening, but he didn't believe it he said, Well, if you're if you're so powerful, take that rock and put it over here somewhere. So Gregory in his prayers and the rock moved and they go, Okay. The guy ended up becoming one of his deacons. And uh, during a persecution of Dacius, there Gregory had the people uh, Flee, and he, he himself and this deacon were hiding on a mountain, and they were they were reported. Some informer reported them. So the soldiers were running up there, and all they could see was two trees. They came back, and the informer said, "You got to be kidding me!" He went up there, and he saw them. That was the cause of his conversion, because uh, that that wow, these guys can actually not appear like people. When he uh, when he arrived in Caesarea there were almost no Catholics, and. Uh, By the time he left, he was laying on his deathbed. They told told him there's 17 pagans left. When he arrived, there'd been 17 Catholics. When he died, there were 17 pagans. Amazing conversion. There's a lot of other stories. I'll mention two others because it's just coming to me. The reason for the gospel today about moving the mountain is there was a church they were gonna build that had a hill there. And so St. Gregory wanted to build a church, so he just ordered it and it moved. That's why we have that gospel right there. And another one in the Breviary, these are in the Breviary as well, is uh, there were two brothers arguing over lake on the property and they were, you know, it, they're going to have a battle over whose lake it was. So by his prayers, the lake went away. It left the land, but you yeah, had just the shore and all that, all the water evaporated overnight, went wherever St. Gregory sent it, probably into the ocean. Anyway, he's one of those great saints, uh, died in 270. Macrina is, a, is the grandmother of St. Basil the Great, she was his bishop, he was a bishop, and she had heard him preaching. when she was a young girl, and she raised a whole parcel of saints because you see the effect of someone holy through the centuries like that. Just a little bit on St. Gregory Thaumaturgus. You could pray to him today for your increased belief in the gospel and for the conversion of our bishops to the Catholic faith.